I am unashamed. What about you? That's wrong. Tell it to me. All right, so we're we're back. It's uh, we're officially, uh, even though we had a couple episodes there in the new year, this is officially our first foray into twenty twenty two. You mean so how does that make you feel? Well, here's how it made me feel. We hunted all day on New Year's Day. <laughs> I mean, on New Year's Eve. Right. All day. And so by the time I got home, I was just out. So you didn't, and, you didn't, you weren't, you weren't there when the new year came? Oh, so watch what happened. <laughs> so the next day, we're hunting. And, and one of my buddies, Murray, who I metal detect with, you know, He's like, has this long speech about happy new year. And it's a new year filled with vision and <laughs> optimism. It was a long, and I thought, oh, I typed, I put, oh, it's a new year. I didn't even realize <laughs> it occurred. But then as we got, as I got to thinking See, about usually it. Usually it comes in with, you know, you're used to a new year. So that means there will be singing and loud, <laughs> loud fireworks, boom, bow, 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 boom. Well, Phil, that's but what that I was, was going to say. Well, Look, I had a dream. came out of everything but that duck bite. <laughs> yeah, but Phil, I had a dream. There were no fireworks. There were no fireworks to usher in. That's why he had no idea because he's looking up in the <laughs> air. A sad, so, somber I, I put day. two and two together. I had had a dream the night before that someone had started firing upon the house. <laughs> Well, then it hit me. I thought, oh, it was all those fireworks last night. That's why I had the dream that I was under attack. It all makes sense. So were you like, Dad, did you come out fighting? Because Dad has these fighting dreams and then I look had, out for the enemy. I had a weapon in every every window, Every because I got these little small, you've seen these little small windows in my house, which I don't know why they would even put them there. <laughs> but I just had guns in each port. You were I'm like, really not sure what their problem was. You were like the house in Josie Wales when they were having to they were shooting that's out it. of the little that's, crosses. That's exact, yeah. it, that's, I think that actually tied in with the dream because, you know, half, it's always the, back to Josie Wales. half the conversation at Duck Commander for 25 years revolved around that movie. Ever since I wouldn't even, I ended the uh, interview that day, which that's how that became famous. When I, you know, I made an outlaw Josie Wales Wells reference and the guy was like do what now and I was like oh you haven't seen Outlaw Josie Well, come back after you've watched that three times and we'll continue the interview so he kind of chuckled but you were serious I said no I'm serious <laughs> do you want to do you want to still work here Is that <laughs> I said because you won't understand the, how the dialogue goes so it's all part of the start of the yeah. show so, so I said that was that was smart. Cause when he left, you know, so I said, "Good move on that." He's like, you know, you don't. I don't trust a man that. How could he be here twenty five years and never have just come up on that movie? So we're so twenty twenty one is ended with the I guess the worst duck season in years. Well, and, I mean, you can't. Can you really have a bad duck season? That's that's that's, that's good thinking. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you not, remember, no, no. Jace and Stone started going. Oh, here we go. You know, you, <laughs> you, you know negative on me. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, everybody's chill out here. Well, I, I will uh, say the only information I'm getting about duck season, because I haven't been down here to do the podcast with y'all, 
because we haven't been doing podcasts, is from Jay Stone. So oh, my well, my information uh, well, look, is only three, coming from Stone. We're three you know, minutes into this. and complaining <laughs> is way up there. And I'm like, we just need to chill out here. So Phil, <laughs> Phil, you know, Jay said, well, this morning I pulled my hamstring, I sweated, <laughs> it's through, and he said, oh, I got my butt chewed out over three woodies. <laughs> <laughs> but then I've, I've already three minutes into this I've already I've lost 20 bucks so things are looking up to him because he said you know he's going to bring that up on the podcast I said no he ain't going to bring that up three minutes in three minutes. I'm down 20 <laughs> <laughs> so Phil cheated everybody out but what I've noticed in the Robertson family because really yeah we were griping and being negative but it's because we didn't want to go where we went <laughs> So in the Robertson family, if you don't agree with you try somebody, to sour the milk. That's well, they're like, you're being negative. It's like, no, I just don't want to go there. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> it was a lot more it is, worse. It is the way. You're right. Because if you make it intolerable, then somebody will be like, okay, just forget it. That's that's the goal. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do. Exactly. So we had a little tilt this morning. But when you're only when we only shot three wood ducks, you know, people tend to Tempers, tempers get, get a little, little short. Because yeah. yeah. look, tomorrow, if we kill a bunch of ducks, it's the complete opposite. Oh, everybody's yeah. laughing and the giggling. Oh, then it's everybody's happy, happy, happy yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, men have a problem just in general in the, as, as hunters just getting along when things are not going well. Right. So... It's just that's just the way it is. So you you know it's it's healthy. <laughs> when you said that line, it made me think of that in the movie in Taken. Remember when he's about to put the turn the juice to the old boy? He's got him in the chair, and he said, "You know, we used to do stuff like this, but the problem is in these third world countries, you don't have a good power supply." He says, "So the power goes out, and then we go to pulling fingernails and you know putting acid on people." And he said, "You know, just tempers get short." <laughs> He said, but you know what they got here in this country? Plenty of good power. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I, we're at a state. Jay and I are kind of in charge of where we're going, and but we do all the work. So I'm like, why go work harder when the odds are we're going to shoot the same amount, which is not much. So we were, like, opting to go to an easier place. I wasn't being negative. I, I can just say I wasn't being negative because <laughs> I, I had the perspective, like I said, there's no such thing as a bad duck season. Okay. I just wanted to make have a nice, easy boat ride yeah. out to the blind, watch the sun and no come deep up. mud. Either no mud, deep. We're stomping bottom. around in the mud. Look, <laughs> I've never had this happen to me this morning. You've heard of that song, Stuck in the Mud? <laughs> so this mud, it, it's, it's hard to... Describe. There's a silt at the bottom, but it's it 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 almost acts as some kind of traction pull, like gumbo mud. Mm -hmm. So if you turn wrong, you just have to pick your foot up. But it's it's pretty much. What would you say? How deep that water is? Well, the it, the water is actually about knee deep, but but after you sink down the mud, makes it it's almost waist it's, deep. Oh wow! Yeah, it's but, almost but a foot of it. Deep. A foot of it is silt. Yeah, and so, that silt just just yeah. pulls at you. That's what it's doing. So I put the jerk string out, and somehow I got the string wrapped around my right foot. Well, every time I would pull, there's a hook on the end of the jerk string that won't allow you to go. And this, I thought the string was going to pop. 
So I was trying to get my foot out, but the more I was jostling on my left leg, the further I, I didn't realize I kept sinking. Yeah. Well, then when I tried to move, I couldn't move. It has kind <laughs> of like I, quicksand quality. Yeah, this is people so, I've heard stories about you this know, in I, the Amazon. Yeah. I kind of had a, a, a flash of heat because in that moment I thought, I'm stuck here. It's a form, it's of, it's a form of quicksand. It is. So I said, Jay, I need you right now. And Jay said, I'm busy. And I said, No, I I'm I didn't know what to say. I just said, I'm 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 and I was doing that. I said, I'm 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 stuck. And he said, Stuck doing what? Because he, he wasn't happy that we were there. I said, I'm stuck this in the mud. The, this is the this is the the atmosphere. <laughs> Get ready. Well you we, gotta remember it's we, dark. Yeah. You know, it's, we still it's, got a month to go, boys. And I have my He light. goes around and I brought some extra breasts for the blind and I said, Well, I'll just kill two birds with one stone. I'll breast the little four wheeler I've got. I got enough brush to put on the sides and top. Yeah. And I said, I'll pick that up before we leave and we'll put it on the blind. Yeah. It's a good plan. Yeah. He goes around and sees it, Stone does, and goes to just, we say, who in the world are you They're scaring off ducks here. I said, that's not going to scare off any ducks. I've got <laughs> well, my Phil four-wheeler the- brush. <laughs> Look, he tears it all off, throws it on the ground, and runs over. Willis, <laughs> cut Willis as hard as to find the brush, and he runs over them in the mud. I went out there, dug them up out of mud, you know. Come. So we just got off to the wrong foot. That's what set me off. I we said, got off on the wrong foot. Well, because I was leaning with Jay Jason on that one, because I'm mud. like, I don't like parking the wheeler behind the blind. I didn't even know this happened, but I got. Because Jay, when he got chewed out for that, Jay wasn't even there. Yeah. It was chewing me out. I was like, who moved the forward? I didn't even know that happened. This is one of those directional dialogue to us. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Phil like, thought we're I driving did. through knee deep mud. You can imagine four wheelers. It's just Ooh. short of getting stuck. Oh, yeah, the whole time. And it just, so I, But I brought extra brush for the blind, but I, I had me a little plan there, you know, yeah. brush the four wheeler first so they can't see it, then, get the, then gather that up. Willows, we'd cut them earlier. Which, yeah. Finding brush is pretty hard these days. Well, Jay, I mean, what I'm saying is Jay moved the wheeler, but his, he had good intentions. I mean, he just thought, I don't want to take any chances, you know, sunlight yeah, bouncing off the windshield or whatever. But obviously I made it out of the mud, but to finish the story, he finally realized that because I had my foot cocked up because I was tangled up in the string, he finally looked over there and shined his light on me. He's like, you can't move? I said, no. <laughs> and I mean, he said, well, what do you want to do? I said, get me out. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually just, when he grabbed my shoulder, it, it just gave me, because I, I realized that I didn't want to move because it was either fall over and get wet. Well, it was 24 degrees this it's morning cold. and the wind was blowing. It was either fall over. You just needed. Just, I needed some stability to to start wiggling my foot out. Yeah, because my boots started coming off. It was one of those deals. Yeah, you know? I mean, I was stuck. <laughs> then it got untangled. But the bottom line was problems emerged. You know, not many kills, not many much duck action. You know, the tempers tempers flare a little bit. Short, short, little short. Yeah, that happens. I mean, it's just all. So this was good therapy. So thanks for asking. But <laughs> I mean, I was. Hot for about ten seconds, you know, but then I thought, eh. <laughs> you know, it's not worth. Hey, it. If I was, you know, 
22, I'd have been like, <laughs> 52. I'm like, well, I tell you where I, me, I'm going to that where I wanted to go this morning. I'm going there the tomorrow. Bucks and you can go if you want are, to. Are gray haired. That's right. Yeah. Those are the young ones. That's right. And, well, the good thing is we're looking beyond them, and we say, "Well, it's it's a blank slate. There's right. no there's no youngsters coming on." Well, yet. in the old days, when you were young and you had some kind of cross deal hunting or whatever, it may carry over a few days. The good thing about it is now everybody's older. Everybody's like, "No, it ain't worth it." <laughs> well, you know what's? <laughs> it's funny? not worth the energy to take it into tomorrow. You, you know what's <laughs> funny is. Since we got into the argument, things because we had a new cameraman, you know, he was looking around. Oh, he's, he's thinking like, this is some he kind said, of Kardashian reality there, show. Here. You know, yeah, yeah. Were, were y'all really mad? He asked me that. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, but we moved on from it. But it spawned a conversation. So then the rest of the hunt, they looked up famous arguments that we've had that people filmed. I didn't realize that was out there in uh, t- TV land. Oh, really? Oh, man, Cy got into one over some pintails that was a knockdown drag out. There was, what did he, how many views did he say it was? Like 1.5 million. Oh, so yeah. they've taken arguments out of the dub line and now put it yeah. onto, uh, or on YouTube. Or yeah. Because arguments are usually not the norm. Right. But, you know, but dis- it was disagreements, disagreements do happen. But, well, everybody's but it was pretty funny because Cy said, you can, you can get off that horse and in the way he did his arm, he said, because <laughs> that horse is dead. <laughs> you know, riding a dead horse. I thought, that was pretty good in that the heat of an argument yeah. to come up with that. So these are from the uh, from Duckman videos? James? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay. I was just hearing it down there, and they were laughing, and Jay was just laughing. Jay, Jay couldn't breathe. He was laughing so hard. So they pulled, You were actually, they were actually watching them in the They blind. were watching them in our blind, which was kind of weird because it was us. Well, that's classic, though. So if it gets slow, then you go on the Internet, and you pull okay. up No, it wasn't that it was arguments. slow. If you have an argument, <laughs> then go online and look at past arguments. <laughs> and see where this one so writes. you can tell yourself, this is okay. Everyone's so okay. Was, was all this filmed today? You said a new cameraman. Well, he filmed it, and I said, I don't know if I'd run that. <laughs> but it's not going to make the YouTube, days if you don't put it they'll out. They'll probably put it out there. I'm sure they will. an argument coming near you. All right, let's take a break. So, Dad, have you made any uh, New Year's resolutions? You no. know, people make resolutions. No, I've never, never done that. <laughs> it just wasn't Is a thing. Is there a reason? It's just not a thing for I made the resolution Jesus number one. I just stuck to that. (laughs) I like that. Jace, did you make any resolution? No, but I like his. I think that's good. Father like father like son. I'll amen that. Well, so a lot of people do it as a way to sort of shake things up. One of our sponsors um, says that a good resolution to make is to try their product. It's called Raycon. Uh, They make earbuds, and they are really awesome. I use them when I'm on airplanes mostly. Um, and sometimes when I walk, they offer uh, eight hours of playtime. They have a 32 hour battery life, which is important. Uh, so they won't go out on you and they're priced just right about half the price of most of the other audio brands. So they consistently get five star reviews. If you want to check them out, here's what you do. Uh, you're going to get 15% off your first order. If you go to buy B U Y Raycon, that's R A Y C O N buy Raycon.com slash unashamed. That's buyraycon.com slash unashamed. Save 15% and get you some really great earbuds. Good resolution. Well, yeah, so it sounds like uh, everybody needs to 
It sounds like we need to talk about the Bible. To Going into the, your, your, your Matthew text, I will one more time. When someone it tells you what's fixing to happen in the future, and the wordage is, most humans would have said, now, boys, I tell you, I mean, I've got these religious people all fired up here. You know, in the Roman Empire, they don't seem too happy about me anyway. So this thing could lead to some serious trouble. That That's not the way he, what he said. Right. He said, uh, I, I'm going I'm to fall into the hands. I must go to Jerusalem. Not, not, not now, look, he said, we may end up in Jerusalem. He said, no, we must go to Jerusalem. Correct. Because all these prophets had already predicted what was fixing to happen. And exactly the way it would happen. And the way it would happen. And he said, we're going to suffer. I'm going to suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers. Not This thing could lead to me having some pain here. Uh, most people, human beings, normal human being, would not have known it was going to lead to this because they had no way of looking in the future. Right. He's talking like it's already happened because of the prophet saying this is what's going to happen. Right. So he, he finally ends. Uh, he began in, in Matthew 16. Chief priests and teachers of the law, he must be killed. Not like, well, you know, I tell you, I could lose my life over this thing if I stir this bunch up enough. He says, no, I must be killed. I mean, what a way to frame a plan that was thousands of years in the making, right. and he gets right down to it. Uh, I must be killed, uh, and on the third day be raised to life. Like you said, you said what what did what, you just say? He said, yeah, I must be killed, but on the third day, be raised alive. And they're, they're looking around at each other like, what in the world? But don't you think it's weird Do that you, they all You know, everybody deserted, but but when he said that, they, they, you know, you, you turn one page, that's Matthew 16, going toward where, you, where you're fixing to go. In 17, he makes it a little shorter. The Son of Man is going to be. Not this could happen, you know, if we're not careful. He said, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. There's the whole story about Judas and the whole thing. You yep. know what I'm saying? He said, uh, they will kill him. I mean, past tense. Right. They will kill him. And on the third day, he'll be raised alive. And the disciples were filled with grief. They're like, what? You, you, you go, this is it? He said, yes, it is. This is it. What, what a way to lead into your own death for the sins of the world right. and be resurrected three days later to give us immortality. I mean, it's amazing. Well, and the irony is all of human history up until this point, if you wanted to squelch a rebellion, you, you cut the head off the snake. Once you kill the guy. And you end it. It's over. That's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, that's how you quell rebellion. In this case... That's when it took off. Exactly. That's why the story is so amazing. It has to be a divine origin because it was complete flip of yeah. the way a human being would do By it. By the way, all the readings and old writings of other religions, it's not even close to this. No. This, this, no. You don't know what happened to these people except they right. died, and that wound it up. Right. You know what I'm Just saying? That's a good question. Think of all the movements since the beginning of time. Any kind of... Yeah. either nationalistic or religious or whatever movement you can think of, movement of people. This one, unlike all others, flourished when the leader died. That's correct. Because it was meager in its 
origin. Right. And it's it still here 2,000 years later. And you're talking about longevity. Still, yeah. the number one selling book, even with online, is the Bible. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So what? I wonder what people think about that. They just don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I don't. I don't believe they. How come they, all other movements went down in status once the the origin, the originator, died? Because that's the problem with leadership. They all die. Well, part of the problem, Jace, is that. It's probably the same thing that grips people today, even after all these years, that gripped them back then, which I find this intriguing. So in Matthew 27, which is where we're picking up in 27, um, he's just had the thing with Pilate. You know, and Pilate's intrigued, and he doesn't want to kill him because he knows he doesn't deserve to be killed. And yet he— Maybe he'll get out of this. Right. And he's got all this pressure— you know, on him from these people. He's trying to quell his ride. And but, his wife. And his wife, who had the vision. But yeah. what was interesting was when he when he hands them over to be crucified, in verse 27, to, to your point, Jay, then the governor's soldiers took Jesus uh, into the praetorium, gathered the whole company of soldiers. They strip him. They put a scarlet robe on him. They twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand, knelt in front of him, and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews. They spit on him. They took the staff. They struck him on the head again and again. And after they mocked him, they took off the robe and put his clothes and they took him away. So I find it interesting. Why do people like they didn't? I mean, their job was to kill him, but killed him wasn't enough. No. They had to mock and demean him. Which he said they would do. Which he said they would do in the process. And so to your point, Mm -hmm. I, I think if you don't see it, if you don't have the either the heart or the eyes to see it, then you tend to always want to be against it. And that's what these people do. I mean, like, why would they do that? I can't think of any good reason other than just they were hateful people. But, I'm, I mean, why would you need to do that? He's already sentenced to death. You're, you know, he's been he's been flogged. Al, the old mob mentality is still there. That's exactly right. Well, and I that's my it, point. I, and, I think and, people, if you're against it, you have to demean it. And say it's for idiots. And gather you some more that will agree with you. Exactly. But but I think the underlying theme of why they did it is they're trying to silence people from and that's true doing too. this in the future. Yeah, you want to make it You don't come out and claim that you're going to do something other than the privilege that we grant you. Yeah. So if, if you're going to claim to be, you know, that story about, yeah, go go get a fish and take the two coins out of his mouth and pay the taxes, stuff like that to to a government. They're like, do what now? Yeah. That's the stupidest, craziest thing I've ever heard. You know, yeah. whoop him. Yeah, you're the king. You know, I mean, it, it, it just, you're trying to silence any rebellion, I think. Plus you're working off of the assumption that he's really not who he says he is, obviously. Right, in other right. words, we got to put a stop to this because what if some other guy comes up yeah. and says he's the king of the Some gym? crazy man. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, so, you said in politics, even today, right. the other side is trying to silence. They're trying to crucify you. That's right. To keep the well, other we, side we, quiet, because if you keep the other side quiet, that means you keep winning. So well, we, one of their charges was this fella said, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. 
That's how, yeah. <laughs> that's right. You're like, well, they a little bit off on their on their study there on what was exactly going on here. You know, he's gonna tell you know destroy the temple and build it back in three days. He said that's how crazy he is. Right. Oh, they were dreaming up more scams. What's and, ironic is, of course, we know what he meant, and his disciples figured it out once he came back from the dead, but. When in AD 70, which we talked about back in Matthew 24, when the temple went down, guess what? It did stay destroyed. Yeah. I mean, you go there now, it's half a wall. That's it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Have you been there, Jase? I oh, mean, I know, and people still are grabbing at the wall. Like they're still looking at the physical and not oh, the yeah. spiritual implications of what happened there. Even I, to this day. It's amazing to me in, in the story, us going through Matthew, at how. The mentality is still there. The after cracks years. in the walls, they said, are just full of prayers. Yeah, they write them down. They they oh, slide it up I, in the crack. I, Phil, I, yeah. saw, by the, by I, the, I saw them by yeah. the thousands. Yeah, I saw that by the millions by now. But I'm like, if you still are looking, I mean, I was moved being in some of the physical locations because I imagine Jesus being there, and so so you're overcome in that light. Sure. But you're not any any holier because you're standing on a piece of dirt over there than you are over here. Well, isn't it interesting that they call it the Holy Land? Yeah, that's I right. mean, but but and I get it. Again, Jesus walked there. A lot of people that we obviously have a lot of respect for, but holiness is where believers are. I mean, this is still yeah. the temple, you know. It's, it's, and sometimes you miss that, which a lot of people do. Which well, we talked about. It, I mean, we're going to get to that Romans eight eleven, you know. But the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in us, which would mean everywhere you are, the spirit of God is right. Therefore, ho- that's now holy. Yeah. I mean, you remember the holy ground, the, the sun. And, and we're the, you know, the old pink Floyd. They, they didn't know this, but they kind of, you know, you know, the, <laughs> we're just another brick in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Pink Floyd kind of kind of missed it, you know, in, in their verbiage. But I mean, I'm just saying, uh, it's well, it's the pretty ama- pretty amazing that, that that you you would be considered that he's the cornerstone, yeah, and with the with the with the stone added to it. That's well, true. there's a lot of walls. You may, you need to make sure you're a brick yeah. in God's wall. Yeah, <laughs> you that be one part of the God's building is, yeah. is put together by something spiritual that is not offered. By the world is actually positive. That, that's Hang what, on, Jason. Pink Floyd it. took it on, and uh, and and they decided it would be good. And they tried to say, "You're worth nothing. You just well, another, that, you're just another brick on the wall." Yeah, they spun it in a negative oh, way. Oh yeah, we're we're spinning it. The and other we're way. looking at it like, boy, y'all need to. We need to have a study. Let's, let's sit down and talk. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> let's take a break. So would you say arguments in a duck line are more about lack of ducks or lack of sleep, Jace, or or some deadly no, combination of I both? I would say it's a combination of both. <laughs> that, those are the necessary ingredients that you need to have a recipe for Because <laughs> if you combine a lack of ducks with a lack of sleep, every, you know, things get a little bit But rough. what they'll tell you, Al, is healthy conflict is is an item it is an item so we're we're about sleep uh especially during duck season we're about halfway through the season uh, for you guys and one of our sponsors is a group that we love it's called helix sleep 
And part of having a good night's sleep is having a really good mattress mm -hmm. to be able to sleep on. And Jace and I both have Helix. We love them. Jace went online for the first one, took a little quiz because you want to match it up. Do you like a little firm? Do you like it a little softer? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever you like. And then they're going to send it to you. And uh, they got a 10-year warranty. You get to try it for 100 nights risk-free. Uh, if you don't love it, they'll pick it up, but you will. Uh, here's what you do. You go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash unashamed. You take your little quiz. You get to deliver straight to your door. They're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our unashamed listeners. If you go to helixsleep.com slash unashamed, that's helixsleep.com slash unashamed, $200 off, two free pillows. Yeah, and Trump viewed that as positive. We want to build this wall. <laughs> We're all bricks in it. Well, you know, uh, speaking of that, uh, the governor of Texas just decided he'd pick up where Trump left off. He's building his own wall, which is, is pretty good for the rest of us. Well, what I find fascinating is because when you read this, it doesn't seem to make sense, I think, practically, that the disciples, because he told them over and over, I'm going to die and I'm going to come back in three days. It would You would have thought that they would be saying, okay, this is day one. Remember that time he said... He was going to come back multiple in three times. Days. He said, "Well, I mean, it yeah. just seemed like though you're yeah. sitting around talking, but it just wasn't the case." No. And I think the only rational explanation to that is is that we think following Jesus is going to produce something, and when that doesn't happen, you forget what what he actually said. All right. Yeah. I mean, because we we have the Bible here, and we know that some some roads are going to be bumpy. It's going to be difficult. We are going to suffer, even if we're in Christ. I mean, things happen. And thus, I think there's an important lesson in there is that following Jesus seems like a great idea. But when you actually do it, especially the first couple of weeks when you're making that transition from your old life, it's one of the most difficult things you'll ever do yeah. on the planet. Yeah, these people that took him to be crucified, two robbers, I think you're going to mention this later, Two robbers were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Mm -hmm. Come down from the cross if you're the son of God. Right. Not knowing that the whole plan now... Well, and that's what makes it to me even worse. Then he, then he wouldn't have paid for the sins of the world. So it wasn't just the mocking and demeaning by the soldiers, but then once he's on the cross, Passerby. his own people, oh yeah, the people he came to save, oh yeah, are coming by, and they're just heaping it on the same time. Oh yeah, you're really going to save yourself. Yeah. The same way the chief priests and teachers of the law and his elders mocked him, he saved others. They said, but he can't save himself. That's the way they had it spun. Right. right. Boy, you're talking about some tough hearts, Al. It was tough. It's exactly right. And and of course we know from the on the case of the, the robbers or the thieves that we know from one of the other accounts that they both start out I mean they're hanging on either side. And they both start out joining in the fun yeah. to mock him. But then one of them has a change of heart. And I, it doesn't say what made him realize. But at some point as they're hanging there and he's watching all this, and I yeah. guess he's watching Jesus' response, which is nothing. Yeah. And he says, wait a minute. 
we deserve to be here, but he doesn't. And then he looks at Jesus and he's like, you know, I believe in what you're saying. Yep. And then he tells us one of the seven things he said on the cross today, you'll be with me in paradise. So, I mean, mm. uh, what I thought about it was really interesting because the, the first guy really that sort of got it was a guy hanging there yep. under the same sentence. Yep. They realized that, wait a minute, there's something different about this guy. Plus, he knew he didn't have long. That's right. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't come down off of here. No. Because <laughs> about the time you think, you know, you might live a little longer, they come by and break you. He had a change of heart just in time. That's exactly right. Whew. You talk about, but, you know, it reminds me of that parable that we talked about, about, about the workers, remember? Because Jesus told the story about the ones that came in the last hour. Yeah. They they got the same thing as the ones that they heard, and they didn't like that. That's but, right. I mean, look, as long as you get it, which is really great hope for anybody, because yep. you can miss mm-hmm. it for most of your life, but as long as you understand at some point who Jesus is, which is powerful. Which is the ultimate. You're going to be so happy that you're in. You're not going to worry that somebody got in right before they died or whatever the case may be. I mean, you're not going to be looking over there saying it because then that's a self-absorbed narrative way to look at this anyway. Right. And God's calling us to surrender to his plan and he's fair and just. And if you believe that with absolute certainty, it's just not something you're going to, that's not a road you're going to go down. Well, and I've always thought that too, Judge. Why, why would you be against that? Like, I, I would hope. Well, it's just what we do when we have a get together, especially through society. When you think about it, people get together, they'd have the important places, yep. and everybody was everybody's trying to be the famous, you know, important people. Yeah. Of society, it, have you ever noticed that in life? It's always been there. It's just a lure. So now it's just manifests itself in social media. Right. However, whoever's got the most followers, what? Well, they're the most important. People. Yeah. Even though yeah. they may be the worst person in the world. Oh, they may be, <laughs> you know, a drug dealer or you know, right. killing puppies. Who knows? You know, I mean, <laughs> a drug dealing puppy killer. <laughs> yeah. How do you really know? It's just a narrative. That's right. Oh, we had a big, another argument today over TikTok, which was funny because Phil, I mean, uh, Cy was calling it Tic Tac. And they were like, no, you put that in your mouth when you have bad breath. Just so you know, Phil has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you know the difference well, between TikTok and TikTok? No. no. <laughs> well, TikTok is a place where you can put videos. Yeah. It's the new rage. It, you know, there's always a new and it comes along. With I don't it. even know if it's new anymore. What's the clock I mean, part? I mean, I guess as time is ticking by, this is what's happening. Happening. Yeah, I guess. This yeah. is their little funny videos. Ha. You're trying to just hit it where a lot of people view something. Well, I learned something. Man. Well, because yeah. the one of the one of the arguments they were playing between us and Cy was on TikTok, and so somebody put it on there. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't me, and it wasn't Cy. Oh, and Cy's on it. Oh yeah, me and Cy are arguing. Somebody the, put it on TikTok. Oh, I see. So somebody yeah. could take your stuff. And well, in deference oh, yeah. to the to the to womanhood, hang on before you read that. Let's take a break. So right now, someone may be looking at your house, Chase. They may be standing right outside, and they said, "You know what? I would love to have this house no. for myself." They're you not think? doing that in my house. Are they afraid? No, I have a gate. <laughs> 
You can't. They can't. If somebody's standing in front of my house, call nine one one. Oh, that's funny. Well, for those that don't have gates, uh, someone may be looking at your house. And the bad news is, this day and age, they might could do it because they go through the internet, not through your gate, Jace, to be able to get your title for your home. And so it's uh, it's become one of the the most notorious crimes out there. Title fraud is what they call it. They go, and uh, what we want you to do is figure out a way to protect that so that they can't go and steal your equity and steal your home. So you go to hometitlelock.com is what you do, and you're going to register your address, make sure that you still own your home, which is important, and then you're going to sign up with these guys to protect it. Um, you enter the code RADIO for 30 days of free protection. So that's hometitlelock.com. Use the, t- use the code RADIO for protection. Many women were there watching from a distance with all this going on. When he, when Jesus died, the crucifixion, they had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. I think in your notes, Al, you had mentioned this. Yeah, I call them the Marys. Yeah. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of Zebedee's sons. So these women who had been faithful, cooking them meals, being with them you, from their own little, what little money they had, you know, when Jesus was on the earth, they were there. They were kind of. They don't off, get enough credit. They, they were kind of off. Yeah, don't. they really don't. They don't. He's, they're kind of off over there, you know, and, 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 and but it, it just brings it up. Matthew brings it up. You know, but, I, when I preached about this, Dad, I made mean, it's just a, it, it had never it struck it's me. It's a strong thing for a woman. It, it struck me as something <clears throat> new, even though I've read this text, you know, thousands of times. Is that I said, you know why the Marys? Because there were two of them there the day he was resurrected, yeah. which we'll get to. But you know why they were able to be the first ones to see the resurrection? Because they they were the first ones to see it. Mary Magdalene is the first one yeah. to see him. Yeah. You know why? Because they never left. Yeah, they, no. <laughs> I good, mean, they didn't hit the I road. Mean, they never hit the road. That's a good yeah. point. You know, and I thought the re- sometimes sometimes it seems like the best thing to do is is run away, but for the people that just hang in there, you can see amazing things. I mean, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a and relationship. they got it early. That's right. They were with them the whole way. As you see, the greatest things because you just never left. Yeah. I mean, and as a reflection of their heart. I mean, they just. I think the Chosen's done a good job on that. Really on good that job. Show. And you know what? They the, were at a distance, which, you know, you take women being out the hollering and screaming and carrying on. And no, it wasn't that kind of thing. They just over there quietly yeah. waiting. Right. You know, and the disciples well, were long gone. And we're going to get into <laughs> end of that when we study the Corinthians, you know, because the early church there, you had a woman or two kind of out of line in the church that caused this controversy and somehow fast forward 2000 years and a lot of churches have nullified women's skills overall right because of that yeah it's all of a sudden they don't want them doing anything oh yeah and uh well and the look the mary's in the story not just in here at the crucifixion and resurrection but they were the ones that were helping support jesus the whole time they were there tending to him, taking care of him, putting I money mean, in. Seemingly, all the men hit the road, <laughs> right. but the women didn't. Right. So, yeah. I, I, for all you girls out there, this 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 is a, the model the model woman right here. It Take reminded me, Jason went down a few times. This when I first started preaching, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in school, 
to be a preacher, but I, you know, you're just, uh, I've never done it before. So you can't work cause we're in school every day. You know, we're going, yeah. we're full-time students, but you got to make a little extra money. I got a family. And so I started driving down about an hour south of here and preaching at a little small little church. And cause it was $25 a week. That was a hundred dollars a month. That's big, big bucks back for me back in the eighties. And so I drove down there, but the, all that was left of this church, which at one time had been a pretty thriving place was about 25 women. So there's no men there. You mean yeah. the men? All for whatever women, reason, God. Some, most of them were widows. The men had died, but the yeah. other ones had just I like left. filled in for you a couple times. All right. And so you couldn't you, do it. So I remember it. I walked in. I thought, where are all the men? So they it, left. They gone. They gone. But <laughs> Matthew 28. Here <laughs> we right. go. Here we go. Because I thought about it as a church full of Marys. And they were some of the sweetest little ladies. And we'd have a dinner on the ground, invite people from the community, you know. And, of course, I was a one-man show. Yeah, I went in, taught, and preached, and... But you so know, actually what you're saying is they were there until they died. That's exactly right. And that's what I'm saying. There was something very noble and admirable. Some people look at that as a sad thing, but I thought these women are, they're still hanging in there. You know, they're oh, in yeah. exactly. Yeah. Al, I'll tell you a funny story. I probably never have told you this because they, you know, they, they came from kind of a conservative background. So they wanted you to do everything. And I said, like, cause I'm a man. I said, Hey, I can't sing. <laughs> I'm terrible. So I'm going to make you feel better. You're not wanting to lead singing because you think it's some kind of misuse of authority, which I disagree with. But And we were young. Yeah, we didn't even I know a lot young, then, but, but we knew. But I didn't care. I was like, what are they going to do, fire me? I'm feeling them for Al. <laughs> uh, the worst thing that's going to happen to me is they're well, like, they're Al, going, you're they're crazy, going, brother. Don't, don't yeah. send him back there. There, so goes said, that, there goes that 25 bucks. I said, whatever. $25. I said, whatever authority you think I have, I am giving it to you. The best singer. <laughs> Who's the best singer in this room? And look, they all... Oh, everybody raised their hand but one person because when they raised their hand, they were all pointing to one woman. Because she could And say. I said, I give you the authority <laughs> <laughs> to be. And you were like 20 at well, the time. I, they weren't laughing. But I was yeah. kind of kidding, like, hey, <laughs> I'm not leading singing, but you are. And you know what? She nervously turned over there and led us in a song, and we got past that. You know, she could yeah. sing. Oh, she was awesome. Well, you should have told me that, and I would have had to do it all the time. Well, I didn't know. I, I mean, I knew you were, but I just thought, you know, it was way better. And she led it, and it was it. It just kind of made me think. You know, we come up with these oh, these, these the, things oh, in our man. mind, and we're just missing the as forest. If, as if they're starting a song. So yeah. when we were at Luna, which is a little church that that Dad and some of the others, we, we kind of started out here closer to home. Nobody could lead singing and I wasn't very good either but I was willing I was a new yeah. Christian you know I just come back to I just drew the line out and so me. I but I would get up there and I would start the song but I wasn't really the leader there were two sisters and y'all remember who they were sitting on either side in this little small place and one of them could sing and one of them couldn't but they were both loud and so when I would start the song it was a race to who took over would it be I don't remember this you don't remember this so yeah. one of them Doris she's went on to be with the Lord and the other one was Brenda. She was a preacher's wife. But she could sing. 
So when I would start it, the battle would ensue. Who would take the song? Would it would it be Doris? Who bless her heart, she couldn't sing, but See, she. This was should like, be incentive to convert more people. <laughs> that's right. So then you don't notice, yeah. and then it would be terrible. It would be terrible. It would be great, but it had nothing to do with me. I was just the I was the yeah. one that said the first word of the song. Let's take another break. So yeah, the the Marys. I mean, that's a. But you're right, Al. Your your illustration, that story, those were inspirational women. Yes. That because at first when I walked in, I thought, man, where's all the men? But as I as I went on, I realized, man, these are because it was a really small town right. too. Now. Yeah. I mean, it was, well, it's, the, it was one of these typical Louisiana towns. It was a boom town. Back when oil was going well, great right. and all that, but then forestry, but now it was nothing. Yeah, there wasn't 100 people in the town. The town so was the dying. Fact that so how far was it? Here? How far are you? Y'all been over, was it from Galilee to to uh, Jerusalem? Uh, I don't, it's not far. I mean. Well, you can see it. But I mean, you could see on the, this, the Sea of Galilee was like in a bowl. Because they and had when followed you stood Jesus up on a mountain, from Galilee to care for his needs. Right. Well, I would say what? Three, seven miles? No, I think it was a little bit further. But but it was, I mean, they walked it, you know, all the time. Yeah. And went through there. We'll have to look that up. Um, I, I wanted to mention in our last segment here uh, on this one a little bit about what he said. Because people have made a lot about, he only, he said seven things during these hours that he was dying. And Matthew only mentions one of them. But it is one of the most interesting ones. And we've had people ask us about it before. He mentions when he said, this is about the ninth hour, Jesus cries out in a loud voice, uh, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, which is Aramaic, means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So what do you, what did he mean by that? What do you, what's your take on, because a lot of people have made a lot about that statement. Oh, he, you know, he wasn't really God or he, you know, he felt defeated in the moment. What do you think he meant by that? Because the people standing there, when they heard it, they said, oh, he's calling Elijah because he said LOI, LOI, but they, they missed the I point. I mean, I've so, always just thought later when I, I mean, I have a different take on it, which is probably not unusual. But, you know, in Acts 2 where it said it was impossible for him, for death to keep its hold on him, I've always looked at it like God had to just remove himself and just, only allowed the human side of him mm-hmm. to be there for him to die. So, I mean, the what was the purpose for God forsaken him? Because people look at that forsaken, and they're like, oh, God, uh, you know, why is he saying that God's abandoning him? Wasn't he in on the plan? But I looked at it like, well, somebody had to forsake somebody or he couldn't have died. That's what right. they're he, thinking, he, save Jesus and kill all the rest of them. It, it's a mindset yeah. for what y'all did. You know, you know, you know. He, he they, they would say there. He said, "Why don't Why don't we just Why don't we just do it right now and kill them all?" Right. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. But he didn't. So here's what. Here's here's my take. So Jesus again is fulfilling a prophecy with this statement. It was Psalm 22. Yep. So when it was said, when it was framed as a question in Psalm 22 by David. I mean, it seemed like it made more sense. It didn't make sense to people that when Jesus said it, because he, it's like he's asking a question like he doesn't know the answer. But to Jason's point, I, I agree. I think in the moment, he his full humanity is on display, not his divinity, because he's about to die. Gods don't die. 
And especially our God. I mean, he's infinite outside of time. So he had fully in his humanity, he's taken on the sins of the whole world in this moment. Everybody's sin. He had none, but he felt the weight of that in -hmm. that moment. And I think that was the purpose. There's two purposes of the statement. One is in the moment, that's what he felt. So he's making this exclamation. Second thing is the only reason it was framed in a question was because he's quoting what David said in Psalm 22. So I think people have made too much of it. That was the first thing I was thought of. I was like, well, he's actually quoting the prophecy. But, I I, I mean, we agree. Because, I mean, it does say in Philippians, too, what he said, that he emptied himself and he became a servant being made in human likeness, taking the nature of a servant. So there was an emptying, allowing him to die. But even then, he it still couldn't. Right. He he didn't decompose. He di- he died for us, but it was impossible for death to keep its hold on. That's right. It's a subject that I never hear people talk about you're right. in the religious world. Which I is, don't know why. Which is why the tomb part of that's so important. Because you're right. He didn't see any decay. No. I mean, because look, as a kind of a redneck, uneducated. Well, I was educated, but not. You know, I didn't have a master's degree <laughs> or anything. When I heard this part. <laughs> But when I heard this part, I, that's when I was standing up saying, I'm following him. Hmm. This is where I'm going. The old, he can't die. As much death as we see, and even as a hunter and just, you know, they were talking about that story. Somebody was telling the story today. They shot a deer, and the buzzer was on it. And what what did he say? It was like 30 seconds? Uh, yeah. He shot the deer. There was a buzzard within 30 seconds. Coming down on the deer. Wow. And they were like. Started with the deer's eyeballs. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, and that thing is still warm. Oh, and yeah. Then the law says you can't shoot a buzzard. But I'm like, that's my deer. He's trying. <laughs> I would be like, wait a minute. This is here. a self-defense situation. But I'm just saying as much death and decom- decomposing that you see on a daily basis, whether it's human or in the animal world. I mean, here's a... We he, see here, thousands of buzzards working the treetops constantly. all the time, yep. looking for anything dead. Yeah. Here's a being that said, no. Yeah. I mean, to me, that that is that should be one of the most talked about things, that, that death could not keep its hold on him. That's why I just think when it comes to this... I think that is the answer, even though I don't think he was looking for an answer. I, I just think that's an answer that helps you. Well, it's because we're all sinners, and this was the way for justice to be done on the cross. And yeah. deep, deep love. That's exactly right. And it's not something to be sad about because I tried. I mean, what you want him to say is, I tried to tell you 30 <laughs> times that I was going to die, and three days later I'm going to be it. back. Yep. You know? Well, and so uh, just to close out, the other things he said, of course, he's in John, he tells the apostle John to take care of Mary. Remember, he says, woman, behold your son. Son, this is your mother. He also tells the thief, today you'll be with me in paradise. He also looked at the people at the, his feet and said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing, which was powerful. I mean, the, his his executioner and torturers, he he called for forgiveness for them. And by the way, this old diddle about, well, you don't have to forgive somebody unless they ask for it. These guys didn't ask for anything. Nope. And they were the worst people in the moment. Yep. And he said, forgive them. 
He also said, of course, our, the, our statement we read, then he said, I thirst. Of course, they tried to give him some stuff to kind of ease his suffering. He wouldn't take it. Then he said, the last two things he said was, it is finished. Father, into thy hands or into your hands I commit, commit my spirit. So, which again, in this whole idea about forsaken, at the end, he realized he was about to leave the body, just like every other person does. And what happened within the next three days is beyond me. So would you say that the paradise that he was referring to with the thief on the cross, that's when that was occurring? He said today you'll today be you'll in be with me in paradise, which made it sound like they were going to be in some place that was good, you know. Because yeah. there's a lot of you know people say he went to hell and because of First Peter. And to me, I've always looked at it like it's kind of like you're sleeping, but you're having a really good dream, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> the Bible translates it. I'm not saying you're sleeping, but my mind can't comprehend beings that don't rot when yeah. they're dead, right? So. And, where and that's the big question everybody wants to know. Is it is it soul sleep? Is it purgatory? Is it are you someplace of awareness? You know, the parable from Luke 16, you know, with the rich man. So there's he told a, that Robert that today you will be. He did say today. Well, I mean you know. But you know, every day is different once you're dead. Because then it's like Yeah, there's I, no, there's I no tracking you, of time. time see that's why there's no TikTok. In yeah. the afterlife. <laughs> so you you might ought to put your faith and trust in Jesus, because if it's in some video on Get TikTok, off the TikTok. That's what always gets me. It's like all these people in Hollywood have these moments of time, and they think, well, we're changing the world. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, what, 20 years ago, he said, I'll be back. Because <laughs> people like that. Because why? Because you're like, oh, it's over. It's a, I'll be back. No, you won't. <laughs> What? <laughs> I mean, Jesus is technically the only person. Because even the Terminator, say, even the Terminator got guess smashed. What? Well, I, it, it's the same thing that I get off on these movies. They're like, he's the Terminator. No, you're terminal, just like the rest of us, <laughs> Mister Terminator. <laughs> even I mean, the Terminator. Jesus said, "I'll be back," and guess what? He meant he he, he came back. <laughs> said, "Hey, I'm back." Now that's coming back. It's I'll be back. back on another movie one day. Well, that's, that, that's so good, Jace, that we need to save that because next time we'll talk about <laughs> him coming back and what that meant. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.